podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the AI Fantasy Football Show. I'm your host as usual, Guy Drinkle, and joining me my two regulars. How are you doing, Jay? Yeah, mate, all good. Uh, real football's back this weekend after the what feels like a month of uh, international dross. But uh, yeah, we've got plenty to discuss and believe it or not, FBL still exists. So we're going to have a little chat about it. Yeah, yeah, we decided... When everybody in the whole game is injured, we'll, we'll chat about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll muster up an 11 between us. Yes, yes. We'll do joint scores this week. Uh, but before we get into the injury crisis, how's, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, not bad yet. Pretty good. Um, yeah, it was a pretty dull international break. Um, Ireland played a number of times and I had zero interest in it. Not even against England? <laughs> I actually didn't even realise that the game was on until the next day, and then I looked at the score and was like, yeah, that's typical. The team is just so bad, I could just kind of watch them play. Yeah, I didn't know it was on either, because who gives a toss? But anyway, we're here to talk about fantasy football, um, which is definitely more fun than international football. Um, But we do have to start on somewhat of the depressing note of injuries. Um, Jay, I mean... (sighs) Obviously, we'll go on to the wider scheme of things, but your team, how injury hit are you? Um, from my start on 11, um, I've got two, and that's Trent and Carlin Wilson. So, not too bad in the grand scheme of things. However, um, I will be wildcarding this week, so I'm literally probably going to wait until late Friday night after the press conferences, or if I remember. Saturday morning, but that's risky, so probably late Friday night. Um, and I reckon I'm probably going to make about six or seven changes, so it will be who's available, fitness, and fits the price. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, not too bad, I, as it stands. I've, I've got a, a forward line that if you take Wilson out, they've still got Werner and Calvert-Lewin, they've still got Mane, Barkley, Son, and Zaha in midfield, so I'm not too bad. Um, but I, I, I've had the decision in me had to make a wild card before the international break and the injury COVID crisis that's even worse than what it was before then so I was just waiting until after the internationals because there was the inevitable injuries that, that occurred so I'm not too bad I'm, I'm going to make changes I'm hoping we can pick up some advice from each other here and maybe make the wrong decisions like I always do well, at least you'll like confirm your wild card this time and not take a minus fifty or whatever you did last time. <laughs> Thirty-two. <laughs> uh, well, at least you have a wild card, though. Uh, that is true. Yeah, that is yeah. true. It was you worth can it. Do a man, you can do a minus thirty-two and call it a wild card if you want. Exactly, and options just, are available. But if you do that, you end up behind me in the leagues. <clears throat> Damn, I had to get that in there. Um, yeah. Uh, for me, I only had I have two starting injuries because Nathan Ferguson doesn't count because he doesn't exist. Um, I had Salah who wedding gate and all that jazz, um, and Rashford who 
I'm not sure what's wrong with Rashford. He might have a sore hand from writing his new children's books. Yes. I mean, sure. he's doing a, he's doing a good deed, but I don't know what's up with him. He probably got injured, but he uh, shoulder injury. So yeah, probably. I think he got pulled out straight away, didn't he? If I remember correctly, so I don't know. He'll, don't, pro- he'll probably don't play. Know. <laughs> yeah. England. Don't who, know. who cares? But he, he, he's only yellow, so seventy-five percent chance of playing. So he'll probably play. Um, so I pretty much had Salah as my only big injury, um, and I've already took him out. But we'll get to that later on. Um, Sai, how's your team looking? Same as yours, guys. I've only got Mo as well, and. I, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I have two free transfers and no money in the bank, though, so I'm a little bit limited. But I'm probably going to sell Salah. But yeah, I have a couple of options. And then, so I didn't get hit too bad. I'm actually pretty happy. I do have Chilwell, who I think is okay now. I know he had some issue, but he was on the bench for England. And yeah. I have Kilman, who. Unfortunately, I think his mother passed away, so, I mean, he doesn't have a red flag, but, I mean, there's a possibility that he mightn't play as well, so, but, I mean, I think I have enough bench options to, I should be okay. Yeah, I I, I hadn't heard that about Killman, but hopefully, yeah, he'd probably get, should get a week off, you'd think, um... Or as much time as he needs, really. Um, but we'll get into the, the injuries overall. Simon ha- has actually looked at the site and we found the injury bit, which helps. <laughs> um, the the ones that jump out of the screen for me, I'm, they're not COVID-related or anything like that. But, Jay, all, all of Man United's centre-backs are injured at the main. Apart from Twan Zebi, but I think he's fourth choice. So Maguire's 75% chance of playing, so is Lindelof, and so is tw- um, Bay, I believe. <sighs> Fortunately for them, they're playing West Brom, but. Eh. And Shaw's definitely injured, I believe. So United might have a completely new look back four, but that might not be a bad thing. No, not really for them. I mean, so what. What would their back four be as it would be, say, by... Is it by his fifth or injured? No, it's 75%, so... So, I reckon... Out of the, they'll out of probably the be half, fit. There'll yeah. be one or two of them at least fit, because it's yeah. only 75 with Maguire and Bay and Lindelof, so you'd say Twanzebe is... I think he's fit, yeah. yeah. So, him, Wambasaka. Teller? We don't know if Teller's. We don't still know if Teller's is fit or COVID or whatever. So that's a question mark. And one of the 75 percenters, I mean, as you say, it's West Brom and they're, they're piss poor. Like, mm. Alder, Alder in the league was baffling to me. But yeah, I think they're the working boys. Are, so I think you, if you're gambling on the United defender, if you are going to gamble on them and maybe a clean sheet, then I think the only solid bet is Wambasaka. Um but even then, like if you're like me, you look for oh, defenders God, who's no. going to get assists. So he doesn't really get that many assists. I he's he's got a few, but he's not like Trent or Lamptey or Reese James or Chilwell, who quite often And also their you, defense is terrible. <laughs> yeah. So quite often that that's their point scorer that what you go for, so 
I wouldn't put too much stock into going with the United mm. defender. Um, no. And even that the fixtures coming off, like, they've got West Brom, but then tricky away trips to Southampton, West Ham, then they play City. Mm. So, I mean, it's it's a gamble if you are. I think if if you were going to put anything in from United, you'd, you're looking at the top end of the field because that's where they've mm. got value. But even then, like, Bruno only doubles, well, got two goals and that was a big point scoring week of the whole season against Everton and that was game week eight. I think a lot of people probably will put him in just based on the fact that he got two goals, but I I wouldn't be putting him in because he doesn't seem to be getting the penalty decisions and it just doesn't seem right at United anyway. It, it, it hasn't for a long time, but at the moment it just seems to be one step forward, four steps back with them, so Long may it continue as a Liverpool fan, but from FPL standpoint, then it's a risk. I think any United player is a risk at the moment, so I'd be a, a big dodge for them. Yeah, I mean, Si, would you... On United, I mean, I think most people would probably say it's Bruno or Bust, really, because Rashford was doing all right a few games ago, then I think he started blanking, and I think if memory serves, didn't he... he could have had a goal against Everton, but it ended up being a Bruno goal because he kind of just left it. Um, but he got an assist last game against Everton, and then he had two blanks, 15, blank, seven, blank. So Rashford is a midfield option. He's had the one big game, but he's not had much outside of that. Uh, Martial obviously had the suspension. Um so is it, is it just Bruno or Bust at United, or is it just a complete avoid? Because I think they had the good fixture run, didn't they? And it didn't really pay off for people who had him, apart from Bruno against Everton. Yeah, I mean, I think Bruno is just—he just seems to defy logic. He just scores points, and I don't understand how he scores points. Sometimes he—he he just picks up points everywhere. It's just. It's kind of annoying just because I don't currently own him, so it's a little bit frustrating when um, you look at a score and he has one point or something, and then he's on 18, mm-hmm. and you're just like, what the hell just went on there? He's, like he's So I think at this point, there is definitely enough evidence that despite the way he plays or despite the way Manu play, he just will score well, no matter who they play or if they're in bad form or if they're away or if they're home, it just, mm. he does seem to just be, just buy him and hold him a while. I think he is just one of those picks. Unfortunately, um, I haven't owned him yet this year and I don't know if I'm going to bring him in or not, but mm. it's the, it's job. the play, it's the player against the team. Cause as you say, yeah. not even man United have been terrible, but Bruno's returned in four of the, seven games he's because they obviously missed game week one but three of the returns have been above 10 as well so yeah and they also like he hasn't played particularly well in all of those matches either and a lot of the returns were quite lucky I know that's quite bad to say it, but you know like it's not like he played really well and he d- dominated the match or whatever it was a penalty here and there and hoof ball up the pitch and someone scored you know like it was all these really weird little mm. points that he managed to p- pick up but it's not it's a thing that we that we've now seen happen enough that maybe you just have to buy him and 
hold on to him for a while, but there's no one else for me that really stands out. I mean, Marshall was one who I thought at the start would be someone that I'd own, but he's just been hasn't been in form really, and mm. um, he's been out obviously for a little while. He's back now, and he wasn't great in the last match. I mean, he hasn't done, he hasn't scored. He's got one assist. That's it. So he hasn't been in great form. Rashford is quite streaky. I thought that when he hit that form against Newcastle, I thought that he'd kind of score well from them, but he hasn't. So I'd kind of avoid him as well. Wait, if he picks up a little bit more form. So yeah, I think Bruno, and I think he is a good captain option for this week as well. So that's another advantage of him. But if I was to buy him, I'd probably just buy him and hold him for the rest of the season. <laughs> He's just that type of person, I think. Yeah, I think that there's a few of them players about. I think because he's kind of uniquely um, priced as well, ten six. Yeah. It's it's not the Man City and Liverpool lot, but it's not the same as Son. So it's kind of like you could probably just hold him, and you could easily get to one of the 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 most expensive ones off him by dropping to a Son or like that. But if United score in a game. He's going to be involved. That's pretty much yeah. what it's going to be. Somehow he'll, yeah. the ball will hit his back or something and yeah, exactly. crawl over the line. Whatever way it will exactly. Um, but Jill, let, let's move on to Liverpool. And we mentioned a few of the injuries, or we mentioned them in passing. Um, I mean, in terms of a fantasy assets, obviously Moore and um, Trent are the biggest ones. But if we kind of look at football as a whole for a sec, our decimated back line and midfield now, I think Henderson's been confirmed out, hasn't he, um, by Joyce uh, this afternoon. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. What what does that mean for the team overall? Because we were talking, the front three still looks fine on paper. Well, Bobby's out in chip form, as we know, but Jota and Mane is good. Ginny will probably play... Nabi might come back into existence. Then the back four is who's a, who's 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 alive. Man. Yeah, Milner right back, Robbo left back. It looks like Phillips and Massa because I think Fabinho and Tiago. Fabinho and Tiago. Tiago haven't been spotted in training yet, have they? No, but like I was talking about this last night on a podcast with Mark and Stephen that. They could just be, could have been inside. They could have been on a new fancy beach volleyball area that we've got at the new training ground. Could have been you know, in Melwood. They, <laughs> they, they are Brazilian after all. Yeah. Um, not that it was weather for beach volleyball any time this week in Liverpool. But um, from from a Liverpool standpoint, I, I don't even know. I think it'll just be a case of whoever we can muster together. Um, mm. We've just got to go with what we've got. Um, and firepower, you're going to say it's going to be Mane, Jota, and maybe Taki. Um, maybe Bobby, but I'm thinking the fact that he's flying back from Uruguay after playing 90 minutes, hmm. which I've done a quick search of nice Uruguay to the UK is a 16-hour flight. So whether you're flying luxury don't, private jets or not, it's still a lot. Don't, don't we tend to share with... With City, City and so United we'll be and picking Everton. Argentinians and Colombians and all that jazz up as well. Won't we? Well, I think 
the Brazilian lads just fly direct on their own. Does so okay. if you if you put it between the northwest clubs, they're going to fly into Manchester. So you've got yeah, Jesus, Allison, Bobby, Edison, Edison, Teles, Richarlison, yeah, Alan. So, yeah. so there's a there's a good eight yeah that are going to fly back. So you know if they socially distance themselves in a nice comfy bed on a private jet, it's still a sixteen hour flight. Like if they finish playing. I think it was Tuesday mm. night UK time. So if you would imagine they left Uruguay some point on Wednesday, probably back today at some point. Yeah, so they're not going to train until tomorrow. Maybe the um, fact it's Sunday late might help. Yeah, I can see that. But Taki played on Tuesday night, I think, for Japan, and he was playing in Austria. So oh, that's good. He was. Local, <laughs> as local gets in international football, um, so it will make it will make sense to play him personally for me. But from an FPL standpoint, I've got money. I'll be keeping them. Um, I was before the international break thinking I'll go money to Mo because Mo's on the pens and he's getting more points and goals. Um, maybe I'll do that in a week or two when he's back in full fitness, COVID free, whatever. Yeah. Um, but maybe Jotson is the one to look at. But I know obviously it's yeah, it's the obvious bandwagon choice. Um, six five, six five. You you can't be turning your nose up at that, really, can you? Not really. Like, no. like, and he's he's listed as a midfielder. So you know, I know a lot of players who are forwards and midfielders. We've had this discussion many a time. But he's probably nailed on as much as Mane to start, and that's it. I think the rest of the team is just going to be, well, fitness providing with Allison or COVID providing. I think you can probably name Allison, Matip, Ginny, Mane, Chotter, and probably Robbo. And then the rest is just have a guess, pick the numbers out of a bag, um, and then see who it is. You couldn't put any full faith in, say, Shakiri starting or mm. Minamino. So. I I could be tempted to go to Jota at six five, like given what I've got in my, my midfield already, like Barkley's six million. So yeah. for point five million it, it's common sense to go to Jota because I mean that's the, where the only thing come from. The only thing for me, like I'd jump on Jota in a second. <laughs> if I jump from for me I'd have to either get rid of Grealish, which we'll come to in a sec, probably a bad idea. Or jump up from Pedence, which I have the money for. But that means I won't be able to get more back when he's back fit. So it's a, it's a bit of a balancing See, act. My thinking is I'm being in Trent. Because. Mm. I might get, yeah, I might do the same with Robbo long term. Like, in reality, we're, we're not keeping clean sheets. And, okay, you, you might get the other assist or two, like every other week or three. But. For what it's costing you in terms of FPL value for money, it's just not worth it. Like Trent this season mm. has got one. It's only two good game weeks, and that was week two and week three, where he got seven points yeah. each week. One was a clean sheet, and one was an assist. Well, they both they both cost last over weeks, seven. He's averaged Sorry, four points yeah. out of five weeks because he got a yeah. ma- oh, sorry, five points. He got a minus for Villa, and then <laughs> one, two, two, two. So. Yeah, I mean they 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 both cost over seven, 
and they've got what's Robert thirty one points. Trent's got twenty one, and we're comparing a Jota here who's six five, and he's on twenty eight points, and he's played. I mean, I think Robertson's played every minute available this season, and Jota's played like basically a bit of a handful, if that. Well, just compare them to Tarek Lamptey, who's four point eight million. Yeah. And he's got 29 points. Like, in his last two game weeks alone, he's got six points and nine points. So, mm-hmm. the like, if you are looking to chop some cash and move it into your midfield or your front line, like... That, I think Chilwell, Chilwell's probably the one, isn't he? I know, you, I know you don't like Chelsea, but... I don't like Chelsea. I, I don't like Chilwell's the one. I one. don't like Chelsea's defence. Nobody like, likes know, Chelsea's defence, but what's the just, fixtures like? It just doesn't add up to me. Like, well, to be fair, last week we said, not last pod, we said we liked Arsenal defence and then Villa put 12 past them. <laughs> well, I did say that. Arsenal <laughs> yes. defence in the league. Yeah. It worked. I jinxed them, it's fine. So mm. next, is, next is for Chelsea. To I mean, but, Chelsea's yeah. next fixtures are Newcastle, which should should be a clean sheet. Actually, Andy Carroll v Thiago Silva is the duo we've been waiting for. <laughs> um, yeah, because Carl yeah. Wilson is out as well. Oh, God, it's happening. Beautiful. Thiago Silva's going to be sent back to to Paris. <laughs> uh, uh, but after that, it's Tottenham at home, which you probably... They're normally mad games, regardless. There's goals Mourinho. in that one. Leeds. Goals in that one. At least four all. Um, Everton should be goals. Wolves, not at the minute. West Ham against Chelsea, always a mad game. Arsenal can't score. So maybe Chelsea's still the one, but it, it's I mean, risky, I think. Every, every defence in the league should this season. Yeah, I, I, it is. And, uh, and maybe you go with like size, fairly, of just Chilwell's an attack and full back. He's probably. Second, mm. arguably third best full left full back in the league, because I'd say yeah. Dinier and Robertson. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, that is, and the opportunities Chelsea create with the lads up front, then it, it would make sense considering nobody really keeps clean sheets. Um, mm. But yeah, there's other teams we can look at. I think for this, but yeah, back back to Liverpool. Um, I don't think. Because of Trent's injury as well, I just don't think it's it's common sense to keep him at the moment. Maybe and until you'd either see him coming into real good form, or if we do get some reinforcements in January and we start to look a little bit more solid, or you get Fabinho back and Matip somehow is super glued together and we keep clean sheets. But I just don't see it happening. So it's a it's a gamble for FBL terms, and I, I think we've. We've just got to go with the mantra of we'll try and score more than others. So, yeah, Jota, 6.5 is probably the bargain by the of the window for this week. Yeah, I can certainly see it. I mean, um, Sai, you obviously mentioned your Salah conundrum. Um, how are you looking at Liverpool assets? I'd probably actually be the same. I think, I think actually Jota is... Someone I'm considering just to free up some money to bring in some um to bring in some uh players from uh Man City. I think I'm probably going to bring in three Man City players after the Spurs match. So if I do sell it to someone like 
someone like Jada, I have a lot of money in the bank then that I can move a few of my defenders on that I'm not too happy with. Um, the defence, I think, is just that it's not any point. I mean, you could look at Matip, I suppose, but, I mean, he's he's probably not even going to stay fit, so it's it's a bit bleak, the whole defence issue at the moment. Too. How, how much is that, Phillips? <laughs> I mean, he's 3.9. I know, what? sorry, he's not. That's, um, one of the defenders is 3.9, right? Uh, Nico Williams is 3.9. Beautiful. And is 4 million. I honestly don't think Nico Williams is a crazy idea if you need the money. I mean, he should play mm. like three out of four of the games, do you think? Or do you reckon by Mate, I've, I'm Mil- trying to come back? I think Milner will play right play. back. I think Nico will play like Midland and Dyaks and shit. Yeah, like could be right, actually. I, yeah. Phillips at 4 million. I mean, you wouldn't, but kind of. <laughs> I mean, if you're on what wild card and you look at, if you're on wild card, you're looking for a four mil defender. One might start for Liverpool. <laughs> you could get like two against Fardy. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that, I mean, that... maybe, maybe down the line, but not this week. Not against Jamie Vardy. Mm. We're not keeping a clean sheet. I mean, if you really want to get rid of Nathan Ferguson, which I do. Just, just yeah. do it. Just do it. No, you don't. You don't want to take up a Liverpool spot. For no, it. I, don't, I think if yeah. you were doing something like if you were going to wild card in say two weeks or three weeks, and you were looking for like a short term cheap punt, I don't think that Phillips is the worst thing. But apart from that, I think it's really very unlikely that anyone is going to go near him. Mane, I like as well. With Salah out, um, I think he could do very well. Then, I mean, that's really it, isn't it? Unfortunately, there's kind of slim pickings. I mean, Shaq, would you take a punt on Shakiri, or is that? That's too kind of, I mean, Jad is the same price, pretty much. He's only point one more than him. So, yeah, I think. Mm. I think if you want to kind of take a little bit more of a risk, and you want to stay with Liverpool, and you want to sell Mo, Jada would be what I do. But if you want to kind of a, a like for like just go to Mane, but there is also the option of just benching him and... Yeah. Well, I mean, whilst, whilst we're on... Play next week, or is it... Say, say that again, so I saw I spoke over you. Mm. What, did, what did you say there, sir? They're going to say, do we think that Mo could start next week? If people wanted to bench him, would it be something to think about, or is it just... Are people just better just to get rid and Buy him back in then when he's fit. I think what they've I said is that he'll, he'll miss the Champions League game, won't they? I think he's got to clear a, a negative test to leave Egypt. And yeah. then I think with UK protocol, he's then got a five day isolation period when he arrives back in the UK. Mm. So, all being well, he puts a negative test in over this weekend if, if, if all being well. Considering he tested positive last end of last week, so hopefully if I think it was reported he was asymptomatic, so if he if he does not show any symptoms over the ten days or whatever eight days that he's first had his test, and he puts a negative in over this weekend, I think he's then free to fly back to the UK, but he's then got to self isolate quarantine for five days before he can 
rejoin up with the team. So even next weekend, I think we play Brighton at twelve thirty on Saturday. That could be a doubt. Yeah. It just it just all depends. So it's a question for for people. To, do you want to bench him and just keep him in your squad, or do you flip to Mane and he's twelve million, Salah's twelve point three. If you've got that option available to you, mm. and then just keep the money in the bank. I don't I don't know. It's just Salah might it, come down if people because I imagine a lot of people are doing the transfers late this week round, so mm-hmm. they might if he comes down. In the next couple of days, uh, I've probably worth moving off Salah because we know Klopp likes to protect players, and if he comes back, say he misses, I'm not. Who do we play? Is it it's Atlanta, isn't it? So he probably missed the yeah. Atlanta game, and then who do we play? Brighton, Brighton, and I think that's twelve. Brighton. That's twelve thirty yeah. on Saturday, isn't it? And then we've got Ajax. So maybe, I think the the Ajax game probably the one. You'd reckon? Because yep. it, it, it might be a bit of a pointless game, but we can bring him off at 50 odd mins if needs to be. And then at the moment. Hopefully it's a pointless game, it should be. We have Wolves the weekend after, but that's yet to be changed due to TV right. decisions. So at the moment, that could be any time over that weekend, but we do play Ajax on the Tuesday, which gives us a potential for a, a four day mm. gap if the, if the Wolves game mm-hmm. gets moved. So I'd probably say Ajax maybe even as like a sub or early subbed off I should say, and then start against Wolves would probably be the safe bet because the twelve thirty kick off at Brighton kind of screws it. If we're is it is it Wednesday for Atlanta? Tuesday. Tuesday. No, no, sorry, sorry, it is Wednesday. I so apologize. it's Wednesday. It's when yeah, there's a short turnaround. Sun, isn't there? so, Sunday, yeah. Wednesday, Saturday. So it's three games in six days. Ugh, God. They proper care about teams in this league, don't they? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so, so I'd, I'd probably get rid of Salah myself as, as I've done. It, it's, um, but I think he could hold him, but he might drop in price. That's probably a risk, but it's well, he's still the most expensive player in the game, regardless. But I mean, whilst we're on these expensive assets, you've mentioned. I think Sai mentioned they're going to Man City, playing J. Obviously, I think they've got Spurs this week, which is a tough game. But did De Bruyne and Sterling come into any thinking now with their fixture turn eventually? Um, De Bruyne, yes. Sterling, no. For me, uh, I'd go Jesus. Mm. Yeah, uh, I know. It, I know yeah, yeah. It, it's the mid, it's the midfield option, um, but I just I go Jesus over. De Bruyne, um, uh, sorry, over Sterling. Sterling's eleven point five. De Bruyne's eleven point five. So you couldn't really have both. You've got to be got to have one each. And Jesus at the moment is nine point three. Um, Aguero, it says in the game he's expected back this weekend, but I've not heard or seen anything. But then we've not really had any information anyway. Um, and then. Other city players, Mares, Bernardo Silva, Torres, Foden. Mm. I think we've we've touched on Foden in the past, but if Torres got a run, you can't trust Pep, can you? No, he's bald and all that jazz. So I think Jesus is the only Jesus and De Bruyne are probably the only ones you'd say are eighty five percent certain to be starting City games. 
But it, um, at the same time, you probably wouldn't bring them in for the Tottenham game. If Aguero's on the bench for the Tottenham game, you'd, think, you'd probably be, think, you'd be off Jesus, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, because the two fixtures after that are Burnley and Fulham yeah. hole. And... But is it difficult? Because getting Man City coverage for Burnley, like every game it's 5 0 to Man City. Like, regardless of how good Burnley or Man City are, it's 5 0 to Man City. And Fulham is going to be a whitewash. If, if Man City don't score four-plus in both of those two games, they're Something's, not the team they once was. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they are anyway, but... Like, like they are completely not yeah, the team that they once they're were. They're gone. Pep, and Pep's new contract will look worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Simon, you, you kind of brought it up earlier. What, what are you doing for Man City coverage? I'm, this is probably more of a long-term question, but the Burnley thing... I, Still, I think Sterling's a bit of a differential from De Bruyne, or he was a few weeks ago. Mm. Shit. I think he is. Sterling, I... 5%, holy hell. Yeah, 5% crazy, to 16.5%. I'd I mean, get Sterling. Like, that is a serious differential, isn't it? 5% mm. for, I mean, arguably the most explosive player in the game, besides Salah, possibly. Sterling, maybe Aguero yeah. as well. I mean, they're the types of people who can score like four, four or five even in a match, and wouldn't be too surprised. Especially a hub to Bernie. I mean, that's primed for someone just to go crazy. Um, my plan is I'm going to have hmm. three Man City players in for the Bernie match, and I'm going to sell Mo Salah for for. Jotted this week or mm-hmm. Zaha, I'm not sure which one, and then that will leave me enough money to transfer out Son, Ferguson, and Ben White for Cancelo, Diaz, and De Bruyne or Sterling for a minus four hit because I have two free transfers. So that will be my plan. So, so are, you, are, you more, are you more confident in their defense than the tap, yeah. or is it just a price point thing? It's a price point, but I also feel that Cancelo is going to get some returns at both ends of the pitch. I think their defence has improved a lot and they haven't really been creating so much this year and i just finding it very hard to bring in, say, De Bruyne and Sterling. Or, yeah. And, and I don't really like Foden as a pick. I mm-hmm. don't really like Torres. I don't really trust him. Maris has been really bad yeah. this year and they seem to play better when he isn't on the pitch. So Aguero would be my number one pick, but I mean, he's not even, you know, so that's mm-hmm. why I'm kind of going to wait until after the Spurs match before I bring my Man City players in. Them three are just my plan right now, but if but if Aguero was on the bench, then I'd probably be tempted to take out Werner and get and fit him in and just go for maybe two of them or something, or I'd see then what mm-hmm. I could do, but for now, I'm thinking the two defenders and it's Bruyne or Sterling maybe have a look at the Spurs match and see if Sterling plays and if he looks a little bit better, mm. sharper. Um, I might go for that pick over De Bruyne, but the, sp- kind of the hard Spurs because, game will be a bit of a litmus test, won't it? Yeah, like none of them are really in form, so it's quite hard to pick who to bring in. But I, I do think that I'm going to bring in three even though they're not in amazing form, I just think those fixtures are too good to pass up. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to... This I'll confirm this next week if we do a pod, if we get time with the midweek game, but maybe Rashford out and then get Sterling in. Probably be the one I'm eyeing up at the min. But I'll have to I'll have to make ways of getting the money up. Um but Jay, we've kind of mentioned the City Spurs fixture. And and Spurs' fixtures have kind of been easy so far this season, but they certainly take a turn for the worse. Um up until Boxing Day. Maybe even after Boxing Day. Till the twenty eighth of December. So I I'll quickly go through the fixtures, but in the immediate future. They've got Man City at home, Chelsea away, Arsenal at home, Palace away. Liverpool away, Leicester at home, Wolves away, and then they turn back to good with Fulham, Leeds, Villa, well, depending on what Villa turns up, Villa and then Sheffield United. So, I mean, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven difficult-ish games in a row. I think most people will have Son or Harry Kane and some will have both. What, what, what do you do? I mean... Say you've got both, would you keep both? Would you keep one? Which one would you keep, etc.? Uh, tough one. i tell you that you wouldn't keep. Uh, well, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, bought, <laughs> I bought right rid of Eric. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks ago, he's gone. We no longer have to talk about my Thank God for that. And he kept like, a clean, clean sheet after I saw them as well. So there you go. I, I did Beautiful. tell you at the start of the season, and you didn't want to listen. He listened to me. <laughs> I know. Which was... Again. Yeah, we won't go there. Um, yeah, so Spurs City. Uh, I would say Kane is probably 60-40 in terms of who you keep over Son, if you were, if mm. you were keeping one. Um, more fixture-proof, you reckon? He's more fixture proof, and you know he's he's a penalty guy, and he so like if they do get pens, then mm-hmm. you know he's the he's the one that's on them. Like that's something that you've got to take into consideration when you do pick players for FPL, like the Bruno factor for United. If you said earlier on, if there's goals, then he's either involved, or if it's a penalty, then he's probably taking it. Um, so I think that would be the more safer bet out of the two but if you can afford to keep both of them there, there is nothing else for, for Spurs I think they've got 14 out of the 19 goals that they've scored this season mm. have been through them too so you know it, it does suggest that there's not a lot else there and is it probably best to keep Kane for the next what 7 or 8 game weeks before he breaks because he will break the, the amount of fixtures is going to break a lot of players and yeah, it, he, he will play. He always does. Yeah. So the o- it... the only thing is they're obviously in the Europa League, so they can play Vinicius in the Europa League. So and I could... think they're nearly through. Yeah, so that'd be. It. I think he'll get more break than he usually would because if if they're in the Champions League, you'd probably still need Kane every year. So it might actually help them, but I'd... he'll need break at some point because. The, the Christmas fixtures are just horrendous. But if the five if the five sub thing comes back, which was obviously discussed this week, I think, by the Premier League, or there's rumours it's coming back, etc. It's that, in the championship now, isn't it? Yeah. Now that now that the uh, the lower team lower league 
the lower teams in the Premier League are going to be affected by double double fixtures. They want five subs, all of them. Um, but hey ho, um, I say that like this isn't a Liverpool podcast. Screw, screw them, <laughs> screw them. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree. I'd keep Kane out of the two. I think Son may have the more potential to bang, but Kane, he's eleven mil now. If you sell him and he does it goes again, you you're losing value there. Like it's harder to get back to eleven than it is for what Son now nine six. I mean, it's still difficult to get to Son, but if the Man City assets aren't performing, you can go to Son or back to Son, etc. So yeah, I think it'll be. Uh, Kane's it, just a more yeah. solid pick. Like yeah. just just this season alone, like week one. Yeah, was when Spurs were shit and got beat by Everton. He scored mm. two points, and since then he scored a minimum of five points every week. He's had mm. two sixteen-point game weeks, um, and Son, he's had well, he had a banger game week against Southampton. I got twenty-four. Then he had an eighteen and a thirteen and eleven. But then he's had one, two, two and a three. So I think the average house is if if you probably take Keane and you. You're more likely to get a half dozen each week from him than Son. Where when Son's hot, he's really hot. Or if not, mm. it's just a, an appearance point. That's about it. So I, I'd, I'd stick with Kane personally. Isn't there a question mark Son has COVID as well, or was that just some stupid rumor? I don't know. I'm I guess, sure I, I think that on Twitter. But that is Twitter. <laughs> I think every player has been linked to COVID because they've just yeah. been away. So. They probably don't, don't have it, let's be honest. Um, but Sai, I mean, Spurs Spurs assets are one thing, but in terms of general football, is this the game Spurs, they don't necessarily need to win, but they need to probably get a draw if they really are title contenders this season. I mean, injury hit Liverpool, Man City misfiring somewhat. Spurs could take advantage of a strange season here, couldn't they? If they win yeah. against City and they've also got Arsenal and Chelsea, etc. Yeah, I think the next three fixtures Derby are going to decide if they're in the title race or not. I mean, if they get four points even out of those next three, I think they could definitely be in with a shout. Just the way everything else is, it's no one seems to be able to put a lot of wins back kind of back to back and everyone's defence is a little bit iffy and there's injuries I mean we've got really really bad injuries but I think Man City have more injuries than us by one or something crazy so like I think the two best teams in the league being the most affected by injuries is obviously going to level the playing field a lot and I think Spurs seem or Chelsea even I think one of those two seem like the team that could put up a challenge and these next three fixtures are massive for Spurs, so it'll be interesting to see how they do. But um, especially because they're playing Man City and Arsenal at home, I think they get one win, probably beat Arsenal at home. But you never know what's going to happen in that match. I mean, yeah, it's. It, I think they're they do have a really good squad. They've finally got a little bit of cover for Kane as well. So as you were talking about there, that he is going to need a little bit of a rest at some point. They have a fairly decent backup for him. Um, their squad seems pretty good. They're in form and they're playing quite well. So yeah, it'll be interesting, isn't it? 
yeah, but this this pod next week it'll be interesting to see what we have from Spurs. Um, we will discuss a couple more players and then we'll get into um, transfers and we finally found a name for J segment and then captains. Um, but Villa and Palace, they both have uh, good fixtures coming up and I have closed the fixture checker like an idiot. Um, but I say Villa and Palace. Jay, is this more about um, Zaha and Wilshire? Wilshire. 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 Grealish. Hold on a second. Rewind. Wilshire. I'm not. I'm, I'm leaving that in. Wilshire. Jesus, where does that come from? Grealish. They both. They both look like Bellens, To be fair. What is this? 2012. Jesus. Uh, wow. I'm putting Wilshire's now the podcast title. Wilshire. Wilshire. Wilshire or Sahas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got Zaha, but I've got Barkley as well. Um, I haven't got Grealish, but I might get him because he's the best player for Villa. Um, but they have got nice fixtures, as you say, on, on both of them. They sort of play... Well, Villa have got the better run, but the next three um, for both of them, you would say seven points, easy. Well, it should be seven points easy for both teams, um, given the teams they're playing and the form that they're in. Um, so if you just look at Villa, Brighton at home, West Ham away, Newcastle at home, you'd fancy two home wins, maybe an away draw. And for Palace, it's Burnley away, Newcastle home, West Brom away. I just see, with Newcastle not having Wilson there, um, the other two, Burnley and West Brom, just don't score. So mm. you'd, you'd say... Palace have got more than enough in terms of having that. Zaha, Eze, uh, Michi's starting to get games. And it, it it is starting to look a little bit more better for, for Crystal Palace. I know you've still got Roy the Owl in charge, but it looks better for them. And for Villa, Everton runs through Grealish. And I know I'd, I've not watched England, but you'd have to be a hobbit if you've not seen the fact that he's got quite good reviews from his performances for England on social media this week. So he's obviously going to be sky high mm-hmm. in confidence. And I, I gambled with Barkley thinking he was going to be the Barkley that would break into the box and get the goals. But he seems to be the player who's getting the hockey assist that it's known, isn't it? But I think that, that that's one of my changes. That's definitely going to be occurred. And there's Barkley out and maybe try and get Grealish in. But I've just got to figure it out um, but I think we maybe touched last time on the fact that Aston Villa have got an, a decent defence and we were a bit hesitant with them playing Arsenal but they put Arsenal to bed and maybe there is a few sleepers in in the Aston Villa defence I think we've touched on the likes of Konza and Mings especially as two centre-halves who you could, could look at but then the full-back options are there as well aren't they? You've got um, Cash um, target is it who play the other side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So five million for cash target four and a half. Like if you are looking, like we were saying earlier on, getting rid of Trent and maybe look for some four or five million pound defenders, then I don't think you'd be too far wrong in maybe getting a Villa defender in and you know putting that money towards midfield. So I would go Villa. I think over Palace for for defence. 
Um, I don't know why. I just got that gut feeling. Um, could be worse. You could have Mamadou Saka who doesn't play for them anymore. Is that you? It might be me. You haven't still got Alwyn Marino as well, have you? I would if he was in the game. <laughs> um, yeah, that would that would be my personal preference. And I mean, I might be biased because I've got Emmy Martinez in my team from mm. from Villa, but um, I'd just say they they look more of a team than Palace, and Palace still rely on what they've got up top. And yeah, they they just look more balanced at Villa. So plus Palace, they've, they've got good fixtures. Palace won four one in the last game. That would have pissed Roy off no end. Scoring Are four you... goals in one game. Was Come that on. now? No, I have to look at it. That was the game that Zaha got like no goals, no assists. He just got five points for just being there. Only got one <laughs> assist, sorry. But I was like, I think I remember saying in our WhatsApp group, Palace have scored four and he's not got a goal. Yeah, this isn't this isn't the Crystal Palace I like. Yeah. Um. So this is finishing one all with Zaha with Burnley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah I'd, I'd say that, but yeah. I, I think I'd go Villa over Palace, but mm-hmm. there's there's bargains to be had. I think even that Ebri Chiesa is is a bargain to be had, and I think it's going to be hard for Roy to leave out now. Don't know. He could fill mm-hmm. another. He could fill a le- He could put a left back more on the left wing as he likes to. <laughs> uh, that game's going to be horrendous. Um. Um. We'll move. We'll move on. We'll move on. Um, because I mean, it's just gr- it's grievish. V Wilshire. Let's go. <laughs> I, I, that was on purpose. That one. Um, I'm not biting again. Yes. Um, so transfers. Uh, you obviously have a couple conundrums there. You've mentioned Jotter a few times. Any anything you want to commit to on pod? Or are you going to leave it till late? No, it's basically. Sell it out for Jada or Zaha, and I guess the advantage to going to going Jada is that you know he's going to play. He's playing up front for Liverpool at six point five million, and then it leaves me enough in the bank to say transfer someone back out to Mo when he's fit. But Zaha is a better kind of a longer term pick. You know he's nailed on. Mm. He's on penalties, so it's just if I want to go with. A shorter term punt and leave myself a bit more money in the bank. I mean, Jada might might be nailed for a long time, and he seems to have made his way into the first team for now. So, um, yeah, and Zaha is just one of those really can be a very frustrating player to own, as Jay has just mentioned. <laughs> so that's really all I have to think about between is one of those two, and then I'll bring in three man city players next week for a hit. Yeah. Um for me before we go on to Gianna, you're thinking about a wild card, but if there's anything obvious. Um I already did mine as I mentioned at the start. I got Salah out and put mine in. Yeah. Nothing to think about there. And whilst on pod I have done it. I've got rid of Robertson and brought in Chilwell to annoy you. Um Oh don't break Chilwell, come on. Yes you love it. Boy, <laughs> Nah, <laughs> Zuma scoring a hat trick and oh, there's nothing gosh. you can do. Um, but Newcastle, if you concede against Newcastle, it's just bad, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, let's, let's go with it. 
Um, and that's it. And as I mentioned, I'll probably get Man City people in next week. Jay, I don't want you to talk your whole strategy of a wild card, but is there anything obvious as, as the pod's gone on? Uh, Jota is now coming to fruition as probably a banker for this week, especially maybe even the next few weeks. Um, as it stands within my team, who I'm probably going to bin off, would be Callum Wilson, failed transfer who I brought in last week or last game week, um, doing warehouse. I am thinking of getting rid of Calvert Lewin from Everton. I'm, I'm not sure. I know mm-hmm. Richarlison's back this week, and that might just ignite Everton back into life. So I don't know, and they are playing Fulham, so it might just be worth another week. Uh, Barkley's gone. Uh, Trent will be gone. Walker Peters will be gone. Semedo will be gone. Um, so I'm basically going to get a new back line. Um, and I might try and find a way to get rid of this Ferguson kid from Palace because he nah. just doesn't exist. It's a good it's old, just, he's a good omen. <laughs> it just, just doesn't exist. I'm just looking at my team. I think, oh, sh- I've got another player in. I know it's Ferguson. He, he doesn't <laughs> exist. But, you know, he's... He's four million, so let's just let's just have him there for the bands. Um as I say, coming in, yeah, probably Jota, um, maybe Grealish, maybe Kane. I don't know. I'll I'll have to manage him. Transferring it in Kane is interesting. Juggle a few players about. Um I have got Son, so I might mm. just keep Son and not go for Kane, but as I said yeah. before, Kane seemed to banker. Um I'm gonna wait until Friday night and see what comes from press conference because you can't can't gauge much today because players are only coming back from international games in some cases today. Someone's stubbing uh, the toe on the plane, I mean. Yeah, and I mean, there is a a high high chance that the lads coming back from Brazil playing in the Premier League might have COVID because there was a leak that a player for Brazil's got it. Um, And, you know, there's several players from key clubs who've travelled. It's, Bur- it's Burnley Cybershine with all the British players. Yeah. You uh, might see shit. the resurgence of Sheffield United <laughs> Burnley. Not as travelling bullshit. Oh, dear. Um, so, Jay, would you like to explain the new name and the new rules for your new game? Or segment? Yes. Let's go segment. Well, <laughs> yeah, we'll call it segments. Um, basically, we've we've muddled about, haven't we, the last few pods with trying to pick a player from... Well, it starts off a player from each team and it went on quite a while. Then we started off a player from each game. Still went on quite a while. Um, so I've narrowed it down to three players from the game week for all of us. And we'll have a little competition. I'll keep track of who's picked who. And then next time we're on the pod, we'll see who is the least shit, basically. So it's aptly named the key three. So we'll start with players go around the table. We'll have a pick each, um, any game, any player. I'll make a note of who you've picked, and then we'll go from there, basically. So we'll start with you guys, since you're here and you're live on the speaker. So who would you like to go with first? Calvert Lewin. DCL. Okay. Mm. Um, Simon? Bruno Fernandes. Bruno. Okay. I'm going to go Manny as my first pick. And then we'll go 
slightly different order. So we'll go Simon this time. You can have first pick. Jack Grealish. Not Wilshire? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will have... Ooh, let's see what we've got. I'm going to go for Kane and then Guy. Tammy Abraham. Oh, weird one. Interesting. And go on, since we're doing in a slightly different order, I'll let you go for the next one, Guy, and then we'll go side and me. Mm, Bamford. What have I, what have I done? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wow. That's, uh, wow. Let's go. Sai, you, you haven't? I'm you last hoping that guy hasn't hasn't uh, broken him and I'm going to go for Chilwell. Banking on a clean sheet bonus. And Hattrick, yeah. Oh. And then um, I'm going to put a gamble and risky one in and I'm going to go for Jimenez from Wolves. I just fancy Wolves to get back on the ladder this week. So I know they're playing Southampton and Southampton and minus Danny Ings. That was a player we didn't touch on on our injury list, but I'm going to go for Jimenez. I think we discussed him last show, it's fair. Did we? It, it seems that long ago. Yes, it was at least 12 years ago. Yeah, so what we'll do is we'll keep a keep a little eye on I've, I've saved them all in a little note on my phone. We'll see who scores the most, who scores the least, and maybe throughout the season we'll have a a little internal competition between us three and see who was the least worst at FPL picks. Yes. <laughs> Come Fair on, enough. Tommy. <laughs> uh, Abraham, Bamford and... DC Alpha guy. Interesting. I mean, it's three people who play up front. So I can I can explain my Abraham pick because I think Werner will be shell-shocked after getting battered by Spain. <laughs> so I think Abraham will play. It's a good shout. He's not. He's definitely not played now, but yeah. No, I think he played because um, Pulisic is out again. Oh, good. And it'll probably be that Werner, Abraham, Ziyech, front three. Havertz. Havertz is out as well. He's not going to play either. He's injured or sick or something. I thought he had COVID. It might have been better than the international break. Anyway, anyway, we don't want to extend this. Um, before we go off on another, another tangent, we will finish on captains. Jay, what are you thinking? Obviously, you've still got to work your team, but any early picks? Um, as it stands, I'd go with Manny. Um, I quite often go with Liverpool players who are at home, unless there's a very obvious one um, to pick. Say, for example, a Man City player when they play Burnley and Fulham yes. at home in a couple of weeks. Um, so as it stands, I'd go with Manny um, because he will be our main threat and we've just got to try and outscore Leicester. So he's got to score, basically. That's it. Um, I've I'd got no idea what I'm going to do with the rest of it, but I think I would just go Manny anyway. Yeah, fair dues. Um I'm going to back my key player and I'm going to pick Calvert-Lewin as captain. I thought you were going to say Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anyone in the game you'd have Tammy. I think the fact Richarlison's back, I know he's slight injury doubt. He might have COVID. Um, or they might need to self-isolate or whatever. But 
it's Fulham. If Richarlison's back, that that front three's back. Um, so yeah, I think. Well, anyone should have enough to score against Fulham. Um, so yeah, if he doesn't score against Fulham, I'm transferring him out next week. That's the rule. Um, but yeah, uh, and Man is my vice captain in, in case news in the presses break or whatever. Uh, Simon, who are you going for? I opened up my app, looked at my team, and I have the captain on Jack Grealish. So uh, I don't know what to say Risky. about that. But, I mean, <laughs> it was on Mo obviously before the injury, so. I might switch it to Werner, but I might just keep it on Grealish. I think he could do something. Brighton at home, they're pretty open team. Yeah, I mean, it's a strange one with uh, with Tottenham and Man City playing each other. It kind of cuts off a few people. Um, But yeah, that's it. That's it for the fantasy football show this week. Thank you, you two, for joining me. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Feel free to send us your teams or any questions and then ignore our advice because it won't help. Um, Goodbye. Podcast Network.